Hello and welcome. We are back, Tradey Business School podcast. I'm joined by the marvellous, you're marvellous today, Barry, marvellous Barry Magliaditi. Now, we love to have conversations that are real, they're grounded. Uh, we, we, you know, we talk about all sorts of things. Ultimately, it's about helping you to run uh, your trades or contracting business more profitably, save more time and have a lot of fun along the way. Today, we're talking about financial money patterns uh, and how they can show up in business. Now, this was a conversation, a bit of a hot topic this morning. Where did where did it come from, Barry? Yeah, so uh, thanks, Miranda. It's so stoked to be on the show again. Yeah, so as you know, over the past few weeks, I made a decision that I want my staff to to have a more incredible life as a result of working with me. And one thing I noticed, we have a lot of staff that are based in the Philippines as well as all over the world, is that I felt I wanted to start to teach you guys around wealth generation, things that have worked for me, because money has been something that I have struggled with for a long time. I remember for so many years, I was making tons of money, but I never had any. I never even had any toys. It was like it just used to just melt and disappear until I started learning some very basic things that no one ever taught me at school, my parents ever taught me, that has allowed me to accumulate a significant amount of wealth that's, that's growing every day. And I thought, I can teach my team this because it doesn't matter whether you get paid a 1000 bucks a month or $10,000 a month, the principles will help you to become financially free. Now, over those topics of conversation today, what came up from one of my Filipino team is she said, well, Barry, culturally here, we give a lot of our money to our family because they haven't got money to buy food and to survive and so much. Like, I feel bad you ask me to put money into this account to invest. Like, how do I, how do I overcome that? And so I guess one thing that I shared with her is I said, Trish, like, realize right now that this experience you're having, your, your family has had for generations before you. For, for hundreds of years, they've had the same experience. There must be a point somewhere in time that someone draws a line in the sand and says, no, I'm going to do things differently. And I said, this is the opportunity that you have right here, right now. But that can't happen if you follow the same pattern. Now, this is not about not giving them money. But is it fair to say that a year ago, two years ago, when you earned less money, you gave them less money? She said, well, yes. I said, why is that? She said, because I earned less money. I said, well, what's happening now? You're earning more money. She's like, well, I'm giving them more money. I was like, right. Are they really any better off or different than they were two years ago? She's like, well, no. I was like, great, that's actually not working. So what about we do something different? What about we allocate a percentage of your income that you can give to them guilt-free to support them? And as your income grows, so does the amount because it's based on percentage. But what about we set some standards around that and you start investing a percentage into wealth creation? Because if you can do this over the next six to 12 months, two years, they're actually not going to notice much difference. But the difference will be is you actually start to create a passive income outside of what you learn through us. And what that means is that for generations to come, they will benefit from the challenging decisions you have to make today. Now, why is this, why is this matter to the traders that are listening out there, Miranda? Well, we all have beliefs around money. We all have limiting beliefs based on the way we've been brought up that are preventing and affecting us from growing and building generational wealth. That's what we're talking about here. 
Yeah, it was such a it was such a great conversation. Um, you know, we will always use that which is available to us. So, as we you know generate more revenue, as our profit grows in our business, as we can pay ourselves more, maybe for those of you that are listening that maybe have jobs, whatever it may be, as your as your income increases, you will naturally expand to to use that. But the, and this is where your your patterns will come to play. So you know, for me personally, it was really interesting. I a couple of years ago, a number of years ago, we started exploring my own money patterns, and I I discovered that I had this rule that I always had just enough. Mm. I always had enough. Now, when I looked back to my childhood and my upbringing, I realized these were this was a belief that I I took on from my family system, and 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 it wasn't anything intentionally or consciously shared with me. It wasn't like Miranda as a little kid, Miranda. Now you're always to only ever have just enough money in your bank account. That was not how it worked. But through a number of things that I explored, that was the belief that I took on. We always had just enough. Um, but not anymore. Now, interestingly, how that played out for me was in my bank. So I would eject money out of my account. If I had any surplus in my account, I would always just eject it somehow out of my account, spend it on something. So I always had enough to pay the bills or to pay whatever I needed to. I didn't really have a lot extra. If there was, it would be ejected. Once yeah. I became, you know, consciously aware of that, I could change my patterns. But um, it's interesting to see how these patterns could be playing out. And and sometimes too, Miranda, like even when we are consciously aware of it, sometimes it's actually really difficult for us to change those patterns because yeah. those patterns are so ingrained. Even though we want to, we end up manifesting problems in other areas of life to bring us back to just having enough. Right, we we manifest our car breaking down or this that. I remember like I, I did some work with Dr. John D. Martini many years ago. Mm. He shared a process with me that basically he created from a book, uh, The Richest Man in Babylon. Mm. The Richest Man in Babylon is a very old book, and it talks kind of about how the monetary system was created. It's just a means of exchange of value back many, 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 many years ago. Great book, highly recommend it. And he said, look, if you pay yourself first, i.e., put money into a profit account, paying yourself first is not paying yourself to then go and buy petrol. It's paying yourself into an account that you can reinvest to create more cash and more wealth. He's like, you will be challenged, Barry. Like you will get to a point where the universe will challenge you to see whether or not you're worthy to generate wealth. And I'm like, this guy's off his head. And I remember three months later, I, I, I implemented it. I did what I was told. Three months later, I had like 20 odd grand in this profit account. And in the space, I shoot not in the space of 24 hours, my dog got so sick, she was nearly going to die and had to have an operation. And both mine and my partner's car at the time broke down. Now, would you believe, as it would be, that to fix all those three things was almost the dollar of what I had in my profit account? Now, the easy thing to do would have been just to pay and fix everything, right? Immediate gratification, no more pain. And I had him in my head, you're going to be tested, Barry. And I was like, man, that bugger was right. So I paid for my dog to have her operation because that was critical. The cars, I'm like, I'm not going to pay to get the cars fixed. I'm going to find a way around this. I caught some Gojeks, which were much cheaper at the time. Mm. But I also went, how can I generate this amount of money to pay the cars without using my profit account? And I found a way. It wasn't difficult, but it wasn't easy either. And that was the first part of me breaking this generational long scarcity around money and starting to rewire my brain differently. So the reality is, is all of us have patterns that are holding us back. 
financially, physically, emotionally, and so forth. And a few things I suggest, educate yourself. The Rich Dad, Poor Dad was a fantastic book to understand the flow of money, mm. right? The Richest Man in Babylon, Scott Pape's book, um, The Barefoot Investor was financial, it was fantastic. And we said it many, many times over, Profit First by Mike McAllowitz, okay? I run that same type of strategy personally as I do within business. The accounts just labeled differently. And what it means, Miranda, is that I never have to, to think too much about money. I can focus on service. I can focus on helping people out, knowing that financially things are organized for me. Yeah. So we'll all have beliefs. We all do. None of us are immune to this around money. And it's interesting because it is an inanimate object. It's a thing. It's just a means of exchange. Yet as human beings, we attach so much emotion and meaning and story to it. So know that you won't be the exception to the rule. You will have some kind of money beliefs. Now you can, uh, you may or may not be able to identify them yourself. These are certainly things we can explore our clients, exp uh, you know, help, help them to explore. But that aside, one of the safest things that you can do if you want to quit a how to is what we would say is implement profit first in your business. That's it. It is a system that will act as a safety mechanism that will override any of your money beliefs from the past and emotions and things around money that uh, will protect you from them, um, you know, wreaking havoc in your business in any way, from you ejecting money out for you. Safety, safety around, you know, manifesting uh, things that will have you just have enough. So... That's what, uh, that would be the one thing I, you know, I would say, and I know Barry, certainly you're nodding away in the background. Yeah, I think number one, I think work with a coach, like, you know, I spoke before the money I invested, like I have made that back tenfold, like absolutely, even those poor investments I've made back. So first and foremost, work with a coach, work with Trade Business School, the Game Changer, we can help you or find another coach to work on your money beliefs. If you haven't got money right now, it will cost you 30 bucks to get Mark McCallum's book, Profit First. And it won't cost you anything to implement that. And I guarantee if you implement it and follow it within three to six months, you'll have more money sitting in the bank account than you've probably ever seen in your life, mm. right? Then call us up and thank us and thank yourself by investing in one of our programs so we can help you take it to the next level, mm. right? Not just in your business, but in your personal life as well. Nothing's stopping you right now. There's not a limitation on money. The limitation is on whether you're willing enough to do what we're suggesting right here for free in this podcast to go and do. Yeah, most powerful tip. And I don't think we can even add anything to it. There's the answer right there. Put a system over the top. Thank you uh, so much for joining us. Uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks, Bye-bye.